Well, hello. How are you, my dear audience? In this episode, I will be sharing with you the story of the client who sued me. And uh, what is it I actually learned from this whole process? Um, It happened a few years back, I think uh, probably three years ago, approximately. Just, yeah. Um, I had this customer in a group. It was a basic level, okay? It was English for uh, for beginners. And um, he was kind of problematic from the very beginning. Uh, let me explain. Uh, uh, no, I don't have a computer. Oh, no, I didn't do the homework. Oh, uh, no, this is too this, too that. I didn't have time. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. Um the stuff is not enough for me, the material is not enough for me. But he was, you know, he was fun. He took part in the lessons. It was group settings. He took part in the lessons. He didn't do the homework, but he he took part in the lessons. And um, yeah, he was participating. He was fine. Uh, He even came to my house uh, because he said that he wants additional material. So I gave him uh, some books, uh, which I never got back, by the way. So um, there we are on the 11th meeting out of 12. So on the 11th meeting, this guy ceremoniously announces that he will be leaving the group and he's not interested in finishing the course. Okay, this is on lesson number 11 out of 12. You know, there is a limit to how much I can nag somebody because, uh, yes, of course, I want them to be able to to master the language, but there has to be uh, some kind of work from their side as well. So to make a long story short, he decided to quit one meeting before the last. Now, I do have a professional um, guarantee on my courses, of course, but it's up to two weeks. I firmly believe that two weeks with me in a class setting or on the one-on-one is definitely enough time to see if you have the chemistry, if you're happy, if I am happy. And the 11th meeting is just not, uh, it's not relevant. Uh, And I definitely don't have a refund policy for this kind of thing. It's just, you know, what can I do? Of course, you don't feel good. I don't feel good when something like this happens. I always feel it's a huge... uh, you know, it's a huge missing out on the point of the person who decides to uh, disappear at this stage, definitely. So to make a long story short, this was sometimes in February, I think. And then we had a conversation and he said, look, it's not what I thought. It's not what I meant. And I was like, all right, but you're in the 11th meeting, you know. And in addition to this, because of his... um requests for additional material, I actually created a whole new course for him, meaning 50-something videos, workshops, yeah, the workshop, the whole works, Um, the videos, the workbooks, the exercises, everything in a very organized, clear, yeah, it all sat on my course platform. It was filmed, it was edited, it was recorded. One of my best courses ever. And I did it for him, okay? So I was very busy to really trying to 
give him the best possible option, the best possible material to help him reach his goals. So in about February, yeah, this was in about February. In about April, I receive a mail, an, 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 a real mail, yeah, like a letter in the post. And it was um, a registered letter, so I had to sign for it. And I open it, and it's court papers. And I'm like, what? Who, why do I have to, you know, why do I have to go? Maybe I didn't pay something or like I jaywalked and, and I got a ticket or I don't know what, like, what could it be? Why do I have to go to court? So I opened the letter and there is this letter from, an, from a lawyer that this guy is suing me. He wants compensation three times the price that he prayed originally for the course. And you're looking at it and like, what? So, and there is apparently a deadline to this, to like, I have to answer. I had no knowledge whatsoever of how whole this court system works. He sued me in the small cases court, so we were supposed to represent ourselves. So I go for an advice. I have a very good friend who's a lawyer. I call him. He says, okay, you have to write your answer because he's giving you his claims, one, two, three, four, and you have to answer those claims. It's like you're giving your testimony, your side of the, of the, of the, of the situation or what happened and tell your story. So I did. And then I'm supposed to return it. I went to the court and gave it back. Uh, we were supposed to have a, a court case, a court hearing, sometimes in June, July, and that was one of the reasons, yes, that was one of the reasons why I couldn't do my relocation a year before, because I had some unfinished business, and this was one of them, yeah? It was like, <laughs> it's like a sword hanging above your head, kind of like, is this something you definitely want to take care of? I felt very uncomfortable, okay? I must tell you, it's like a situation where you're giving your best service, your best ability. There was no discrimination on my side. There never is. Yes, I cannot. I wouldn't be uh, uh, ethical in doing my work, doing my business, um, facilitating my workshops, my courses, my VIP sessions, if I had any kind of um, discrimination against anybody. Yeah, it's just not, it doesn't work like that. I'm not that kind of person. But he wasn't happy, apparently. So, Okay, and he decided to sue me. So the court case was delayed by a few months. So then it was already November. So I knew that I have to stay in Israel. Yeah, that I, I couldn't make the move. And I just didn't want to move in the winter. To make a long story short, there we go. My friend, my lawyer friend prepared me. Oh, it's okay. You go into the court and there is the judge and uh, you represent yourself. And it's usually 15, 20 minutes and it's over. So don't be afraid, you know, they're just uh, tell whatever your side and answer the questions and everything is going to be fine. Okay, so I arrive. The case was one and a half hours. It was one of the most, whoa, I don't even know how to say it, embarrassing in a way and frightening situations. You're standing in front of a judge and you're feeling guilty without feeling guilty. But to make a long story short, this guy recorded 
our last conversation, okay? It was sometimes in April, even before, it was sometimes in March, excuse me, it was even before I even ever received that letter from the lawyer. We talked and he recorded that conversation. He already knew that he was going to sue me. So let me just tell you the background. I got um, um, kind of a tip from this lawyer friend of mine that there is a website that shows you all the criminal or the, it's not really a criminal record. It's like um, all the cases, if you have ever been in the court system, they show up. So I go inside and this guy has 27 cases in the last five years. So he's a serial complainant, yes? He's a serial uh, sewer, if you want to say it like that. And I'm like, okay, and I look into the files and apparently he sued everybody. Apparently he had the system of acquiring a service, a product, and then suing the supplier for that. But my thing, my weakness was, and that was what I really understood at the end, was that my contract with him did not specify in no misunderstanding terms that I cannot, will not, and do not take responsibility of the, the, the success in brackets of my participants. You cannot take legal responsibility for the advancement when you teach because this is such a subjective idea. I have succeeded or I haven't succeeded. So in my contract it wasn't said with these exact words that I cannot, do not, my company cannot, do not take responsibility for, you know, the legal claim, uh, the, the, it's a weaver, actually it's a weaver. A disclaimer and um, it wasn't clar clarified and that's where he got his hook apparently with this lawyer that he's been working I'm sure that he's on a speed dial yeah <laughs> they can say it 27 cases in five years that's a lot yeah so there we are in court and I'm okay so what's the story and then the judge is asking me and the judge is asking him and he he even sued me, you know, you remember I told you that he wanted three times the amount of the money that he paid for the original course. Because he apparently wanted compensation even for the hours and the time he spent on learning. The time he spent on the Zoom. And uh, he even complained that the books I gave him were not relevant for him. So apparently nothing I ever gave including the new course that I wrote only for him, was good for him. But you realize that the bottom line was that this is a serial complainant and that's how he makes his living. Trying a product, trying a service, doing it almost all the way and then backtracking and suing you, suing you in the small cases court or in the big cases court because he also had some big cases. He also had some cases about uh, theft and uh, robbery and uh, some violent crimes that I could see in his record. But the judge 
the judge was really amazing. You know, he sees the situation and um, he's like pointing out to me, okay, what about that sentence where you are supposed to say, I cannot, do not take responsibility for this person's improvement. It's supposed to be a legally binding document. So he said it with nice words, you know, like not like this, but it's like, read it for me. Where is it? And the moment I read it from that contract, what I had then, I understood exactly his point. That that's where this whole case rests. That's where this whole case sits. This was his trigger that he found the loophole that he found the weakness in my contract, it wasn't good enough. So the judge says, okay, why don't you guys try to reach a settlement? Some kind of an agreement between you. And I was like, why should I settle? I gave him the best of my you know, abilities, the best of my service. I really gave him you know, everything I could and more because I wasn't, I wasn't uh, required to give him a book or two or three to help him, to encourage him, to send him other, another additional links. I felt really that I was mistreated and I was, I was the one being abused and I was the one who was being taken advantage of. I felt very uncomfortable in that situation. I was really feeling uh, that I am the victim here and he's suing me for, really, I can't understand why. But you realize the mindset of the other person. It's not relevant. He, he knew what he wanted. So to make a long story short, of course we couldn't reach a settlement because we didn't even talk. I really felt that I was being uh, wrongfully accused and um, blamed and then we go back and then the judge pressed a point. He said, before I reach my verdict. And then he said, but then the moment that I reach my decision, this case is going to go into record. And then he's talking to me. He said, you know, it's going to go into record, which means that anybody who Googles you or he knows where to look for this kind of thing will see that you have been sued by one of your previous clients. And then I'm like, and it's funny because now I'm actually telling the whole world about it, yeah? But I feel comfortable about it now because I also understood why it happened and I also understood who this person was and what his, um, what his, what his original aim and what his original motive was. So when he's looking at me, the judge is looking at me and he's telling me, do you really want this, in brackets, stupid case to ruin your reputation? And I'm like, okay, there's definitely something to look at. There's definitely something to think about. And I really didn't want to settle because I really felt that I was, I was wrongfully accused. And uh, I said, okay. So we settled for the original price of the course. He paid a certain sum for the course and I actually refunded him within a certain period of time. And you know what? I'm much better off. Sometimes you just pay it and you're like, okay, just let's get it over with. 
I did feel um, resentful, definitely. I didn't uh, feel that it was just this. And then, of course, you come out of the courtroom and, oh, I could have said it differently. I should have explained it better. Maybe I could have uh, showed him this, showed him that. But it's, I'm not a lawyer. I, I have absolutely no knowledge of the law. I don't know how to represent myself, <laughs> definitely. This guy has been in the court 27 times in the last five years. And I believe it's not just one time each case, hearing after hearing after hearing. So I felt that I, uh, that, uh, um, I could have done better. But what's the moral takeaway from this whole case? My contract. That moment... When I walked out of that courtroom, I understood that there cannot be any loopholes like that in a contract. I am providing a service and 99.99% of my clients are amazing, okay? Beautiful, trustworthy, intelligent, amazing people. But for that 0.001% that is looking for a loophole, there is looking for an excuse because you just don't know. And usually I really trust my intuition. Usually I really know who are the people who I shouldn't work with because it's not going to go the right way for whatever reason. Or that they are very difficult to train they are resistant to coaching. They don't accept you as an authority. They don't respect you. Or they are just very um, stiff-minded, let's put it that way. Or in this case, they have ulterior motives that are totally not related to the quality of the service that you're providing. This guy was a serial complainant, a serial sewer. He lived from this this is what he did for a living. So the contract was written by one of my previous customers, yes, who's a lawyer. And she said, yes, of course, it's not right, and so on and so on. And um, now I have an absolutely legally binding document when it comes to this. I felt very, very uncomfortable in this whole situation. Um, it's helplessness, I can say it like that. Helplessness. And the feeling of being wrongfully judged, yes, like wrongfully accused, is such a not nice place to be in. And I'm not in victim consciousness, yeah? This is not my philosophy. This is not my mentality. But sometimes the universe puts you in highly uncomfortable, stressful, unpleasant, and painful situations in order to show you like a spotlight what is the weakness, what is it that you have to improve, what is it that you have to change, what is it that needs tweaking. And in this case, as uncomfortable as it was, and a hassle that it was and really it made me officially stay in Israel for another year and I was so ready to go 
in this case, yes, it was all for the best. It was the wake-up call from the universe, yes, that this contract does not resonate, does not um, show the level of professionalism, the quality of the service that you provide. You must be able to cover also these aspects of your business. Because, you know, you're going, I'm a dreamer. Yeah, I'm a dreamer. I usually wear pink colored glasses, as they say. And I believe that people are intentionally good. And there I am in a situation like this, when the universe throws you a curveball out of nowhere. It's like totally unexpected. Like, I couldn't just, I just really couldn't believe it. Like, what are you talking about? On the 11th meeting, you decide you're not happy? After I wrote you a whole new course, I've given you books, I've given you extra support, I've been nagging you, uh, giving you the best, the best teaching materials that I can humanly provide, and then you complain. So, but really, my whole idea here with this episode is to show you an example when the universe puts you in a very, very uncomfortable situation only in order to open your eyes to something that is not right, something that needs to change. At the end, it's all for your own evolution, yeah, for your own development. And it was for my business, yes. So today I have an amazing contract, I hope, yes, definitely, I hope that now it's okay. But Yes, it showed a highlight on a part of my personality that is sometimes too trusting. And when you run a business, you also have to be aware of the what-if situations. Yeah, as they say, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. So that's it. That's my story with the client who sued me and my moral <laughs> my moral issues regarding uh, taking full responsibility of every aspect. That's it for now. Speak to you soon.